like you don't come out once and like somebody was telling me about the idea of they kind of hate the idea of coming out because it's a constant thing so it's just like people saying I came out of the closet sounds so stagnant but it's it's just like constant conversation hello my gorgeous confident queens kings and monarchs out there this is your confident mama out here ready for season two of getting to share some incredible interviews to help us all live our best most confident lives as parents partners and business owners let's get going good afternoon ray good afternoon I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got your email, your text message. I'm like, yes, I do want to be part of this podcast. Get me on. I love it. Um, honestly, for those of you who don't know Ray, they're like my favorite person ever. <laughs> they always bring a smile to my face. So I'm so happy that they got to come on the podcast and you guys are just, you're going to love them. So. Uh, yeah, for sure. So my name is Ray Casco. Uh, I my pronouns are they them. I identify as a trans mask non-binary person. I'm also queer. I'm all the things. I had to tick all the boxes. <laughs> I am currently working at Wyoming Equality, which is a statewide uh, LGBT nonprofit, as the office manager and also the GSA coordinator, which is the Gay Straight Alliance coordinator. And but then in my free time, I don't do fun. I I think they're fun, but I volunteer <laughs> a lot. I go. I sit on a couple boards. And I really just try to have active conversations while I'm having these volunteer experiences, because a lot of these boards and organizations are have a lot of like old guard. And so like they're not, they are still in their ways, which I'm just like, no, how about no, we're going to change this. It's true. And that's how, like, we met is uh, we were both in the, like, nonprofit sector um, as executive directors, and <laughs> we came together specifically because we were one of a few, you know, not old white men yeah. in the industry. Um, so was it for, like, a panel or a conference or something? Um, I honestly don't remember I just remember us sitting down for coffee um and and I was like oh young person (laughs) seriously we're like we gravitated towards each other we're like hey I see you in this industry and we need each other (laughs) yeah yeah so um and it's kind of interesting because uh, when we first met, you were going by Rin at the time and have yes. since changed that to Ray. Yes. Um, so like, what has your kind of personal journey been like through finding kind of your gender and sexual identity? It's, it's definitely been a challenge. I, it's like, you don't come out once. And like somebody was telling me about the idea of, they kind of hate the idea of coming out because it's a constant thing. So it's just like people saying I came out of the closet sounds so stagnant, 
but it's it's just like constant conversation and having to like kind of be careful about the landscape you're talking like you're kind of walking on but I uh, sort of came out in 2017 to myself as non-binary um and then some some uh, fun fun trauma fun cute trauma things happen so then I went back I kind of stopped and um didn't kind of I took a break on that journey and then during um uh, the beginning of the pandemic I was by myself a lot on TikTok and all these conversations of like non-binary and like queer identities and everything like that started to like be so prevalent on my TikTok and I'm just like, oh, oh, I'm I should like this is me. Like I don't have to be whatever that I thought I had to be prescribed for as a queer person. And so it's definitely been like a journey that I'm still going on. I just um came out as trans mask and um but I'm still using non-binary because I don't feel comfortable with he him so I really like that in between of she her and they them mm -hmm. so I said she her she him she and him, him. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so it's been it's been these last two years have has been kind of like the high point of my like journey for this like my sexuality and gender identity which has been very tiring <laughs> I can imagine and like um I I honestly love TikTok because I feel like it's so like fun but it's also like super educational and I feel like people learn so much from themselves through the algorithm and like 100%. I saw this joke the other day that was like my TikTok algorithm knew I was gay before I did <laughs> All of 100%. 100%. Just, like, start coming up. You're like, hmm, TikTok knows about something about that, me. Apparently, I didn't know about myself. That was like the with what train, like when I came out as trans, I'm just like, trans people keep on coming on my like for you page. I'm just like, oh, I identify with this so much. Well, and I can totally see that because you, you are definitely like, sometimes very feminine and sometimes very masculine and so like it totally like I have seen you kind of like progress through that journey because like I feel like I've known you since like kind of the beginning of your journey yeah. and like seen you progress through and it's super cool to see and I I mean I just love like how you are able to put yourself out there and like you know as you're progressing through that like in these like small steps being able to address it like first of course with yourself but then like with other people around you too um and I definitely like was on your TikTok and saw that you came out as like trans and I was like yeah go Ray but so many people are like why did you not have pants on <laughs> I can only do one take because it was just like, let's go, let's go, let's do this. I need to get this out of my mouth. I need to like put it out there for myself and other people kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, talking about like when you said I like to talk out loud and have, it's my, it's my TikTok and I love doing Instagram stories. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for it.
I love your Instagram stories. They always make me laugh. <laughs> um, but talking about like being very vocal about it, I, I had uh, the opportunity, I think three times last year for people to come out to me and they're like, thank you so much for talking out loud about your gender identity and sexual identity. And I'm just like, I got a lot of like, um, what is it called? Syndrome? the imposter syndrome imposter syndrome because I was just like am I gay enough to support people to come out but I'm just like of course like it doesn't depend on if you're gay enough like if you're just vocal about it it really does help people and there's no such thing as gay enough (laughs) it's not even a thing so I think it's like super important that you're like vulnerable and speaking about that and obviously it shows if people are willing to like just come up to you and like you know come out to you that like that's so cool and who knows like if they would have even done that if they hadn't like heard your own story you know yeah or my chaotic actions (laughs) I love it I love it so much so like with kind of like your coming out like how do you navigate those conversations within like professional work environments? Cause I know you just moved over to like the LGBT kind of group, but before that you were obviously like the director of a different like nonprofit. So how did you navigate those conversations with like, you know, the people that you worked with, whether that was board members or donors or whatever? So yeah, right now in my, <laughs> in my position, I'm in a very safe place where I can yeah. very much go on my gender, like journey, gender journey, but it's, it took me a while to feel comfortable with like coming out as non-binary to my board because it, they were an older board. So it's just kind of like, oh, are they going to be receptive? And I told my chair that I really want to push for them to use they, them pronouns for me. And so she sent out this whole email. It was very nice saying like, hey, Ray's gonna, Rin at that time is going to, uh, their pronouns are they them, if we can respect it, yada, yada. And I got a lot of like responses from board members saying, oh, of course, like, heck yeah, I'll try my, like, I'll do my best. And (laughs) unfortunately, we didn't see any like continuity with that because it, I just kept on getting misgendered, which like, I'm still in a position of being like hesitant about kind of calling people out, not necessarily calling them out, but correcting them mm-hmm. about, because it misgender you. Yeah. Especially yeah. like with a board, I was just like, they're, I'm not, they wouldn't, I, I think I had a small fear that it would seem bad that I would be hurting the relationship between me and the board. So I didn't really push it. But with donors and stuff, like we live in Wyoming, it's, you really have to walk a fine line. I really don't, it's, I, I tend to kind of come off as a very cisgendered person when I'm talking to older white people, because it's just like, I don't want to have that interaction, especially if it is doing something I love. So like my downtown advocacy and my community advocacy, I 
this is not, this is me personally. This does not go for anybody else. Yeah. But I tend to kind of step back and focus on the issue rather than like my, a conversation that's important. Mm -hmm. So, but then I'm in a lot of organizations right now that are really receptive of um, my kind of identity. I have boards like uh, be very vocal about how my name is Ray now and my pronouns are they, them. And I really push that forward. And I, it, I feel very safe in a lot of the boards I am. And then I've also become more confident about being like, no, I go by they, them. Um, hey, can we do that? And of course, a lot of them say, I'll try. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Do, and then keep on working on it because I'm a human, you're a human. We got to just be humans together and work mm-hmm. together. Well, and I think it's super important to like have allies um, on the, you know, the boards or um, in the workplaces or whatever, like to speak up for you when you're not there too. Like, I, I think that's super important. I got like a a friend uh, left kind of like a review. I don't know what it's called on LinkedIn about me. And it was like, they use they, and it was like a moment where it just like felt good when people use they, them, I don't think uh, people understand how powerful it is for people to like who identify with those pronouns to hear because it's just like for you like so much yeah it makes people feel seen like I've been in situations where like somebody was talking about me to another person in front of me and they use they them pronouns and I got so flustered because I was so happy about it and they're like what do you think Ray and I'm like (laughs) well let me let me take a second and then I'll get back to you but like how cool is that that just like by doing a simple change like as an ally of just like changing that pronoun like how you can make that other person feel so accepted and loved and like you know that they're in an inclusive and safe environment like literally with just like one small change (laughs) pronouns are so powerful and I've really tried to push other organizations to include they them or they're like not they them but include introducing yourself with pronouns so I was leading a committee a week ago and I'm like hi say your name say your pronouns and say what you do and unfortunately it was a it was a committee of 10 and only three people including me said their pronouns and I was a little disappointed because I was just like what it's not that hard it's 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 not that hard. Like if you're a cisgendered person, just say he, he, him, just say she, her. It's not for you. It's for the people who feel a little nervous about being in professional spaces and being themselves. So it's just kind of like that easy foundation. And unfortunately there's been some kind of conversation, like lack of conversation within the boards and committees I sit in about you utilizing pronouns but you know I'm a stubborn person so I'm not gonna back down from my conversation which is good which is why I asked you to be on here because like I think it's important that we start like 
having those conversations and just like making it an integral part of it. And I think that um, is probably definitely going to be a part of like your new position at the, you know, gay straight like alliance like position to like make sure that we're all working together to create those kind of inclusive environments. Yeah. So with the gay straight alliance position, I get a it's it's working with high schoolers. Cool. And I got to go like I did my first visit to a high school and it was the most amazing experience in my life. Cause I came in very like true to myself. I said I was I was like I identify as a chaotic trans mass non-binary. <laughs> and it's just like I thought it was so important for the kids to see a confident person who is portraying their true self because like with like kids in Wyoming go through such a hard thing. And then when they get into college and the workforce, it doesn't stop. Discrimination continues to happen, unfortunately, but we had like to see such a prominent and confident person in their identity is so important to everybody. And I'm so excited to share it, even though I'm still going through, I'm still nervous. I'm still, I still question my sexuality. I still question my gender identity. It's not something that fully comes to form. I'm not going to one day be like, oh, yes, I know everything about my sexual and gender identity. No, I'll, I'll continue to learn and continue to fluctuate. Even if I go back to being cisgender, like if I, decide that I don't want to be like I don't identify as trans mask nothing's wrong with that it's just my time this is my journey and whatever I decide that's what it is yeah I agree um so for those of us who like aren't within the community how can we better support those that are whether that's you know in our homes with like our family members or like in our workplaces on boards within the community, anything like that, like how can we better support? Yeah, I think what like pronouns are the biggest thing. And with pronouns, I've been trying to not train my friends, but like, and I understand because I used to do this a lot, which is when they misgender me, they start panicking because they did that. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm, I'll never do it again. And I'm like, no, that's no, we're not going to do that. We're going to, you're going to say, hey, I won't do that again. And that's all that conversation to me. You don't, because it's just putting more like, oh, we have to apologize for what you did. And it's just like, it's a constant thing. So it's just make sure if you do misgender, don't again, correct it and then walk off. Yeah. And then also just work just, on it. <laughs> just work on it. Yeah. I literally do it all the time. I'm like, whenever I write, I'm always just like, they, them, yes, let's go. And then I also think it's just like, always be ready to have an open conversation. Like, and be there for, like, to be ready for an open conversation with coworkers who are maybe struggling with their identity and need somebody to talk to maybe they don't want to do it because it is in a professional setting but just let them know that you're there to support them is so important I've been in a lot of like like I said where it's so important to know that like I can lean on somebody in a professional like in a professional way 
but also kind of having that personal connection. Yeah. So, but, and within the home, I think it's really just support, just like love, just love the person no matter what. Mm-hmm. And just tell them you're there for them because that's what they need. There's so much, there's so much. Yeah. The audience doesn't see my hands, but I lay like, <laughs> And it's just like we're in this together and I just feel like just yeah I think it it honestly just comes down to like love and respect for other people absolutely (laughs) and it's so funny that it's the hardest thing for people to do right and I'm just like nah 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 but no absolutely love and respect but you know hopefully I can keep on helping and others can keep on helping and just continue making Laramie. I'm gonna I'm gonna start in Laramie, start la- make Laramie better, and then maybe move on to like Cheyenne, <laughs> and then move on to Casper, <laughs> and then we start with the smaller towns. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know Laramie's the best place to start because we're a little more progressive and open to kind of new thoughts than more of Wyoming. But <laughs> and also I think like. Laramie's the best spot because of what happened to Matthew Shepard. His murder has has changed Laramie into a place where more queer individuals can feel safer because Mm -hmm. so many people fought against what happened with the murder of Matthew Shepard. So it kind of, like, that scar continues to still be, like, still exists in Laramie and with that scar comes the healing of the community itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know how much I love you. And like, you're yes. one of my very best friends. So I really, truly hope that I've been like an ally for you in all of our professional work settings. And like, obviously we'll continue to do that. So Wait, can I say one more funny story? Yes, please. Because... Because you mentioned my change from Rinda Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always love telling this story because they're like, oh, where did Ray come from? And I'm like, literally a barista mis- like, misnamed me. And I'm like, that's, and I was like, ooh, that makes me feel gender euphoria. That's my name. That's You're like, name. okay, that's what it is. <laughs> so it's just like, also, the journey is both hard and goofy and weird and lovely you know you don't know what's gonna happen I love it I love it well and I don't even remember how we had the conversation of like hey I'm no longer going by Rin I'm going by Ray now like I don't even remember having that like it was just like this oh, <laughs> it's just okay. like I'm Ray now hello you're Ray now hi <laughs> hi Ray how's it going <laughs> um but yeah Well, awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. And I really, truly hope that everybody out there knows like how much we care about those that are in, you know, the LGBTQ plus kind of community and, you know, that we can all work together, you know, as that kind of gay straight alliance to make sure that our homes and workplaces are all inclusive. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Y'all, wasn't that just incredible? 
Thank you for being here with me today. And if you loved this episode, please leave us a review and share and tag us on all your socials. We'll see you next time.